I like you, Drew. Always have. I respect you, too. Everything you said was the truth. But I'm back now. And ever since I came back, nobody knows who you are. I don't watch Raw. You're not missing much. Uh -huh. It's all good. Nobody does. Nobody watches that show because they're all watching SmackDown. They're all watching SmackDown because they're all watching me. And now that you failed your audition here, why don't you please tell us all, who is Drew McIntyre? Who's Drew McIntyre? You want me to tell you who Drew McIntyre is? I'm the guy that's gonna beat Randy Orton this Monday for the WWE Championship. I'm the guy that's gonna head into Survivor Series, WWE Champion. And I'm the guy who's gonna show you who the secondary champion really is. All right, ring the damn bell. Welcome to the JFW Podcast. In case you didn't know, stands for Just Fans Wrestling, where we're going to cover a whole shit ton of wrestling because we were on a hiatus and we're going to bust some balls and have some fun. And JFW Podcast, is uh, podcast tag team is here. Let them know, guys. Hi, everyone. It's Catherine, a.k.a. The High Heel Gamer. Tag, hear it. What's up, everybody? This is Zach, a.k.a. Splick Laga. I'm ready to talk about wrestling. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo. <laughs> and I'm fucking ready. Let's do this shit. All right. So, like I told you guys right before we started, I'm quasi caught up. I know everything that happened. I just haven't seen it in the sequence in which it happened. It's kind of been piecemealed all over the place because the last two weeks of my life have been piecemealed everywhere. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. Talk to me. What's standing out that you guys are seeing? Um, that you like, that you don't like, that you kind of like, that you despise? Talk to me. So I'm liking Kat, talk to this electric. I'm a fucking punch. You can't hear me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, how I've not missed this in the last 24 hours of me not talking to you. Uh, anyway, I really like this Alexa Bliss and um, Bray Wyatt little fun house thing. So at first, y'all know, I hated the fucking fun house. I was not a fan. Like it was just fucking weird to me. Um, but I really like, you dropped something. I did, it's all right, don't worry. <laughs> um, I really like that they're doing the same switch thing that um, Bray Wyatt has with Alexa Bliss, and I'm digging it. Like, people are complaining, like, she's not creepy, but I mean, 
That bitch is creepy. I mean, sometimes you don't have to be creepy to be fucking psychotic. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing though. She has that psychotic look. The Joker cuts in her face. I've said it before. So when she smiles, she's got that I'm gonna put a smile on your face look. And then she just like that can switch to yeah. I mean, I don't for me, I don't feel like she's creepy looking. I do <laughs> feel like she is creepy sounding and like how do i explain it like okay like the chucky doll like at first that shit was cute as fuck and then it started talking shit that it wasn't supposed to talk and then you were like all right this shit ain't right right it's kind of along those lines that i, I and i like that i like that a lot i like that she's not going super overboard um because it's, it wouldn't fit into her you right. does that make like no, it would it feel makes perfect sense she's she's doing it subtly but they're doing it frequently but because it's so subtle, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Like, there's so many people that they wanted to do that with. The fans, anyway, not the WWE. There's yeah, yeah. other people, like, uh, I think there was talks about Paige being that person at one point. Oh, um, I didn't hear Paige. Yeah, they, they, that's what the fans wanted. But now that we get this, you know, this version of Alexa Bliss doing all this stuff with Bray Wyatt, I mean, it's it's working it's one of the best things that they've done in a very long time i like Agreed. how she came out like i, th I think it was the after she was in the fun house for the first time she came out and disrupted randy orton in the ring and she had the gloves that had uh, yes pain um, and uh oh, i can't pleasure. remember yeah pl right pleasure and pain and he does you know hurt and heal and i'm like wow that's just that's really mm -hmm. cool, you know, yeah. and the way that she was used in that particular segment and the way that it's just been is she's normal. And then out of nowhere, like she was like, oh, he could be here. And then the lights just come on and it's like, oh, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I, I think they're doing it right. And I like the makeup, too. Like the way they change her makeup, it's not aggressive. Um, but you can see that it, it there is a difference in the way she looks right. and i like i like that too because i like that they're not overdoing it i can't remember if it was one of you guys or if i read it that they were like well maybe they should put her in a mask or something like that and i'm like not yet um we i, I, I think i said that i think i said you know when they are doing their normal personalities then they should not have it but if they're going to do this build this clan again or a Wyatt family again, then when they do the creepy thing and the lights come on, they should all have a mask on. It doesn't have to be like his, something that represents yeah, them on a, on a yeah. smaller and scale. It doesn't have to like the retribution either, I, Lord Jesus. Oh, please. I Don't even get me started with those guys. Um, I think, I, I think I, one of the most... I think one of the most effective uh, masks they could put on on Alexa Bliss right now is that they were thinking about trying to keep that creepy edge is to do like a China doll mask, maybe with a crack or, you know, but keep it very simple, very subtle, uh, have the, and then have like the underlying, like the makeup underneath it is mm -hmm. dark or red or something where you can see it peering out 
but it, it would still have that like chucky jovialness to it um i was gonna say that i i don't disagree with having her in a mask i just don't feel like it should be just yet um i like the play on the makeup um and maybe go gradually into the mask like okay we have the makeup changing in her eyes then let's add a lipstick change to it then let's add something else and then work our way up to the mask right you know, like, maybe, I like maybe even make it so that the mask means something for her so it's like you know there are levels to the Wyatt family and in order to get a mask you got to do some shit or you know maybe they pull the thing they did with the undertaker when he wore a mask for a little bit where they i, I think it was i don't remember if it was kane or mankind or someone kind of like hit him in the face and his face was supposed to be broken so he had kind of like a, a batman mask just yeah. over his forehead and his nose and you could see the bottom part of his face because i think that's right. where her most expression is right in her smile and in her cheekbones i was gonna ask you when when you said all that do you think something like phantom of the opera where it's still her her you could still see her mouth and stuff but it'll be like that half split face and just have her yeah that could work yeah that could, then it, that could work we're giving um, creative too much credit <laughs> uh yeah i still think we are giving them too much credit but yeah. I, you know, I think it's, I think it's great that the one continuous thing about this entire thing with Bray Wyatt is that even though they're using her in this way, it still focuses on him because, right. you know, he's the star of whatever it is that's going on there, but she's a really good compliment to it. It's not like she's on the back burner, you know, she's a really good compliment to it. And, you know, anybody who's ever come in contact with The Fiend has not been the same. You ha And you can see that now with Alexa Bliss, Braun Strowman, um, even going back to uh, Seth Rollins. We've not seen John Cena since March in WrestleMania, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's there's people who have just been in contact with this guy that have not been the same. And... I think that's part of, I think that's a good little weave that they could throw in there at some point. You know, the other thing that I thought of the other day is I'm assuming that at some point this is going to take Alexa Bliss to a championship match against Asuka. And how cool would it be if it's like Alexa Bliss, Wyatt Bliss, whatever the fuck she is versus Oscar. Yeah, right? Versus Oscar. And during this match wherever it occurs, Oscar's getting ready to set her up for the green mist. And then just as she's getting ready to do it, Alexa Bliss hits her with like a red mist. Oh, damn. Right? I think that would be Damn, that'd cool. be cool. But again, I yeah. definitely giving creative too much, but if you're listening now you're just going over now you're going overboard if anybody from the wwe is listening which i know they're not you're welcome so i i agree i think that's a really cool um a really cool thing that's going on you know on the not so cool side what 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 happened to retribution man oh my god the worst thing it's one of those for weakness. 
I'm sorry, Zach. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I say all they've done is expose their weaknesses. There's no strength to the to the group at all. You know, when when they were 15 people plus tearing down the the ring and messing up the the, the audience, you know, there was something there. But more and more as they introduced them into Raw, they've lost their identity. They've lost their strength, and now Mustafa. Because now they want to mispronounce his name, or they never said it right from the get-go. Anyway, it comes out looking weaker than ever. Um, he, yeah. He's been beat up almost every time he's uh, been a part of anything. Dude, can I just like so? I told Zach the same thing. Um, I was like, first of all, you got this guy who's like three feet shorter than the tallest person like him and Mia Yim or Wreck-It Ralph or whatever her name is um, are pretty much <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold it in and I couldn't <laughs> her name is something what was it Zach her name is something dumb the reckoning the reckoning Wreck-It Ralph there it is um, they're pretty much the same height and it's not to this short guys it's really not but if you're in a in a group with mad heads that are taller than you, buffer than you, and you're supposed to be the leader, why are you getting your ass beat? Like, why isn't nobody jumping in to fucking save your ass? It's true. Like, look, b before Cedric Alexander joined the Hurt Business, look at the Hurt Business. It was MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Shelton Benjamin. Both Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley are way more buff than MVP in a lot in, in a lot better shape. Even though MVP is in pretty decent shape, but they're in better shape. But he wasn't losing matches. He might have lost a match or two because, you know, it was going up against Apollo Cruz, and then he's another one who is built better and more athletic. So I, I dig it. But MVP is believable because he's got a believable background. He does. Mustafa. Mustafa or Mustafa, whatever, however they want to pronounce it, he's new. He doesn't have that backing behind him. Plus, but even he's oh tiny. God, yeah, and that's that's the thing that's killing me. So, if I'm the leader of this crew, a I'm never getting in the ring. Y'all motherfuckers are gonna do the work for me. And I'm never. Be. He's got really two big dudes that could be doing some damage. Who can exactly? Go. Never see me in the ring. You will see me up at the fucking ramp, looking down, because right. that's the only time I'm gonna be taller than them anyway. Telling them what to do. Be a fucking leader. I'ma talk on the mic and talk my shit, and I'ma send you to do my work for me. Like when? When have you ever seen a leader fucking doing the work? Of the people that they never, you never fucking saw Godfather get up from his seat talking about I'ma handle this. Nah, you fucking handle this shit. You handle this shit. Let's get this going. Well, a heel leader anyway, a face leader will do whatever. True, know? true. That's and, and and I think that's the distinction. He shouldn't be doing anything. He should be pulling strings. He's the puppet master. And now that you say a heel heel leader, that is correct. But tell me why his heel face ain't shit. Cause I told Zach, I was like, yo, did he fart and he's smelling it? Cause his heel face is horrible. Like it looks terrible. Maybe reckoning smells. 
Maybe. Why? <laughs> nah, just Shane Thorne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they dropped the ball completely. They, you're you're <laughs> absolutely right. They've been getting their ass whipped by everyone that, that they can be. And this is supposed to be like a rebel team that came in and is trying to get retribution for all the wrongs that have been done to them and all they're showing is that they should have been wronged because they fucking can't do shit exactly <laughs> you, and like what Zach said you went 15 deep to start now you only got three other people and one of them is a female that can't fight against the males like okay explain this to me so why is she even in the group if she can't even fight the males like at least punch somebody and then run <laughs> like right exactly and then the leader is the only one that's got like a name name <laughs> name, yeah. name 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 oh, what's what are the names zach wreck it ralph screwdriver and fuzzball or something like that slap nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah slap nuts and uh crow nuts <laughs> Wreck nuts, nuts. <laughs> beat nuts, nuts and chestnuts. <laughs> like it's crazy. That's why you and I think I said this to you guys the other day. I think it's perfect that they're going after fucking Ricochet because why not? He fits right in with the name. Exactly. Yeah, that's why you have, just that. Yeah, they'll have crowbar and ricochet and slapjack and reckoning. It's perfect. It's a perfect fit. Mason T bar. Don't forget them. Yes, Mason yeah. T bar. Right. They not. They haven't even been seen in forever. What the hell is a T bar? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, know what, like, I know what a T bone is. Yeah, I know what a T bone is too. It's They're delicious. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there any saving? What happened? I just looked up what a T-bar is. What's a T-bar? I can't even. You got to pull it together. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Uh, let's see. And this is a T-bar. Oh, it's one of those workout moves. That's the for lower belt. No, for I'm upper belt. But I'm looking at this guy right here, and I'm just like that. <laughs> you know, you can hear that guy going. Ugh. It's a good exercise. Like, that shit hurts. <laughs> no, I get like it's a good exercise, but I think it's just the way he looks. I guess is that's what's killing me, and like the short shorts. Um, so a T-bar is apparently an exercise equipment for those listening. Um. I'm just laughing. I'm not laughing at the exercise itself. I'm laughing at the one image of this dude right here. Since since we don't have, since we don't have video and they can't see, it's literally a, um, a regular barbell, like press barbell that's got an attachment and you can do, you, you, you bend over, bend your knees a little bit and you're doing (laughs) bent over rows is what it's called. That's what it's called. The bent over row. No, I know, but at this point, retribution is bending well, over. They're definitely bending over. That's why I think T-Bone is a T-Bone. Listen to me. T-Bar is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck, I'm fucking hungry now. I'm talking about T-Bones. <laughs> is, is there um, any way that this group can be salvaged? Yes. Yeah, send them back to NXT and let them do their shit there. <laughs> like, Mia Yum is a good wrestler. Like, why the fuck you got her... And can I just say she's all right. She's a good wrestler. Um, she has this habit 
of grabbing her mask with both of her hands and I can't tell if it's that. No, she does this. She claws at it and then she stops and then she claws at it again and then she stops. So I don't know if it's that it's itchy or she's trying to look tough. Like, this is a muscle, muzzle, right? Muzzle, that's what it's called for dogs. Um, and I'm trying to get it off, but it looks weird. It's just weird. Even though I put it on backstage, I can't get it off. It could yeah. be. It could be just to give that impression. That impression that she's an animal. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they. I don't know if they can save this group other than by giving them a leader that's about maybe six inches taller and more buff. Like, yeah, that's it. Uh, well, Dijakovic should have been the leader. He was a good wrestler in NXT, and he had a good thing going when he was there with uh, Keith Lee and. Uh, Damian Priest, they they had a pretty good triangle going between them as far as struggling for power between them. And then they turned him into this no-name misfit that nobody gives a crap about. Dr. Kovic, the one with no teeth, doing all the training in the back? No, that's Thatcher. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Kovic's the... He, he had blonde hair, crew cut. He kind of looked like uh, Drago from Rocky. Oh, kind, oh kind okay, of. yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Zach, anything you wanna add that stand out to you since the last time we spoke about wrestling? Uh, let's see here. I, I think one of the big points that needs to be touched on is, um, well, two things: the continued feud between uh, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, and. Jey Uso giving in finally and kind of becoming part of the Samoan regime for for Roman Reigns. Right, right now, watching Randy Orton as as champion, like he's fucking amazing. Like him coming down to the ring at the open last week, while they were trying to do the Miz TV with the Miz and Morrison, and he came down fucking fuming and gave the speech i remember how they threw you out and i didn't want them to let you back in and you you took your ball and went home like i mean that's some deep cutting shit because it's partially there's some truth to it and you can't tell where the truth lies in there mm -hmm. and he's so fucking good at that um and i i think i think he is one of if not the greatest heel right now Where even even standing next to the Miz, who's an asshole heel, Randy Orton still can be an asshole. Oh, like it's that's Randy's season that this. He's been a heel. I don't has he ever been faced? Very very, very little short stint. Oh okay. Or short stints here or there. Before he's he kind back. of the. Uh, he loves being a anti anti hero. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even put him in an anti-hero category. I think he's just a heel. And people either like what he does or they don't like what he does. It's not, you know, they don't have any. It's not like Austin. Austin was your anti-hero. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, a, it's a completely different character. But he does it so fucking well. Like, I, there's no wasted motions. There's no wasted inflections in his voice. Like, everything is just fluid. The guy's a fucking machine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he is. He and is I, very fluid. Yeah, and I know that him and um him and Orton. Are, I'm sorry, him and Orton. We're fucking talking about Orton. Orton and McIntyre are having a uh, a title match on Raw tonight. So I'm interested. Yeah. It, it's, it's very interesting when you have a match like that so close to a pay per view because it's believable that Drew McIntyre could beat Randy Orton and then go on to face Roman Reigns at, at Survivor Series. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Um, I like the feud. I just don't... I'm hoping that it doesn't get old quick. Um, because, you know, with this skeleton crew that they've got going on, a lot of the stories get old really quick. Um, so I don't know. Well, the good thing is that they have a lot of options. And, and I think that's the benefit to having a character like Randy Orton with that belt. Because you can go the Drew McIntyre route now with Drew trying to chase for the title, which will always draw. Because whenever the face is chasing the heel, it always works. If they decide not to do that, they can go with Bray Wyatt because they have history and deep history because Randy Orton was in the Wyatt family and destroyed the Wyatt family and burned down the compound. And, you know, there's all of this unsettled shit that they could bring back up as he's reforming and rebuilding this Wyatt family. Right. Um, You know, they can go the Braun Strowman route, although that might fizzle out real quick. They could go the Keith Lee route. I think that would be interesting, Keith Lee and Randy Orton, because um, he can work really good with big guys. He had great, he had a great match or two. I think, I think it was two, maybe more with Mark Henry. Um, so I mean, he can go that way also. Then you've got AJ Styles, you've got Elias, even though they don't seem to want to push him. They could even do a Jeff Hardy thing again. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that feeling. Matt Riddle, maybe I don't know. Mm. Maybe too early for him. Yeah, yeah I think I it's too early for Matt Riddle. Um, but I mean, they, I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I, I think if you're gonna have Matt Riddle facing off against people, keep him with the Eliases and Corbin, Baron Corbin right now because it helps him build up momentum and then he can move towards that. But I think it's too soon for him to come right in and be like, "Ah, beat Randy Orton." Or fight Randy or whatever. That's fair. You don't want to waste a you don't want to waste an opportunity like that. He can probably stay in that U.S. title range or range rather. I think Matt Riddle working towards a match with Bobby Lashley might not be a terrible thing. That might be a no, really good match. He's got good size and he's very athletic and physical for it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he put on a damn good show uh, against uh, Keith Lee before Keith Lee. Um, left NXT. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Hey, who who you got on uh, her business versus New Day? New Day. I think that's interesting because I, I I'm I'm thinking New Day will probably retain, but <clears throat> it's not completely out of the water that her business beats him for the titles either. Not not today. No. No, not today. But I do think I, I do think it is interesting that they have the friction between Street Profits and Big E right now. I like that, yeah. 
They, they've had some good promos. You're kind of um, caught up, but I don't know if you've seen. It's been three promos, right? Is that? Yeah. It was when Street Profits. No, was it? Who dressed up? No, I'm sorry. New Day dressed up as the Street Profits, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's been two promos with the Street Profits. Um, the first one was the Street Profits came up to Biggie and they were trying to get like insider knowledge on how Kofi and Woods fight for the. Um, yes. Yes. I, re the I remember that one. That was the only one that I've seen. Oh, okay. So then this past week, um, they came up to Big E with a, a, a table and three of the, I forget what they're called, but the, the silver domes, they, they actually have a name. Um, and they were like, you know, we kind of left terms uh, laughing last week and no nothing was settled, but we come with a peace offering and the street prophets open up the silver dome and it's food. And Biggie looks at the food. He's like, oh, oh, because it's like collard greens and um, uh, uh, como dice? Uh, tater tots and something else. And he was like, why are they shaped like L's? And the Street Profits were like, well, you know, we're fighting New Day at Survivor Series and we're going to be serving up these L's. And he was like, oh, <laughs> y'all think y'all funny. And like Biggie, um, shit, I can't remember what Biggie says, but he was like, um, he was like, y'all ain't going to be serving up no L's because New Day is going to whoop y'all. Bottom line is what he's saying. He left laughing and they were all laughing. And you can hear Biggie down the hall still laughing and the Street Profits, the camera pans to them. And they're smile. They go from smiling to straight face, like I'm a yeah. fucking of shit. Like and Montez took off his glasses and mm -hmm. yeah, hmm. heal profits, huh? That's what it's looking like. Um, that would that would be a shame because I don't know if that would change like their entrance with the cups and stuff. And I really like that. I think that's really, yeah. I think it's very different. It makes them stand out. And I you know don't. What? I don't I'm know. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I just and and it's gonna sound real stupid, but I just got their tagline after all this time. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it didn't register to me. Like I got it, but I was listening to it a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh profits are up i never understood why they were saying that and i'm like just regular profits it's money profits are up and we want the smoke ah! like I, it just hit me and i felt like such an idiot like i i got it when they would say it because that was their name but it, it didn't even occur to me to think of it like currency and money like profits are up business is good and I was like, wow, that, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to contain my laugh because I laugh loud, but you're so stupid. I know. I'm just like, oh, good way to go, Lou. Way to go. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying. Like I'm in tears, like literal tears. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that um the hurt business is going to win this evening either, but I think they could certainly be a good uh, contender in the future for the oh, yeah, no. I, as much as I hate the hurt business, I have to give props where props is due. Um, 
I don't, you know, and I don't think that it's going to be heel profits. I think it's going to be heel Big E. I agree. Because he's the one that's like, Zach, don't look at me like that because this is where, where it's going. A, he's solo right now. He's trying to take care of his peoples. He doesn't like nobody fucking with his peoples. And that's what the street prophets seem to be doing. They're fucking with, with Xavier and Kofi. Biggie's not going to stand for that. So Biggie's going to turn heel. But how does Biggie, how Maybe. Does Biggie turning heel against the prophets benefit Biggie if he's a singles? No, no, no. I mean, like, he has no tie right now exclusively to New Day. So he can be heel single, whereas he can't be heel and be in the trio New Day. You know, I thought for a second that maybe he would turn heel and then do something with the profits instead of New Day. But that doesn't make sense because they're trying to push him as a single. And yeah. if he's going to be that single, he doesn't need to be in a group. However, I never I, said he was going to be. No, no, no. I'm saying that. that oh, that's, oh, oh. What, that's what I was saying, that I thought that way for a second. But if they're going to keep him single and put him heel, maybe the best way to do that, to get him the massive amount of heat, is he in uh, the five-man Survivor Series match? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because if he's not, he can fuck Kofi and Woods out of their win against the Prophets, and that'll get him massive heat for a heel run. They're on two different shows. It's not going to make a difference. He's going to say, fuck you guys. You left me. You could have petitioned to stay, and you didn't. And, you know, you gassed me up for all this stuff, and now you guys are over there, so I'm going to do whatever, and then turn into a shit heel for the next however many months. The only problem that that's going to create is if he they put him in a position for a title run against Roman Reigns, now you got a heel-heel title match. And it's, it, I mean, you do it, but it's heel-heel. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see him screwing uh Kofi and Xavier um probably to not. turn huh probably not you're right no I don't I don't see it but I do I can't see him turning heel because he's trying to protect them type of thing and ends up being like you know what fuck being on which one is he on SmackDown mm-hmm. fuck being on SmackDown fuck all you guys blah 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 I hate all of you and just kind of be rebellious about it in a way i don't know i'm not opposed to a heel biggie um simply because a i feel like biggie could pull it off um even if it's in a comical kind of a way well i don't um, know i think i think biggie is uh in the past couple promos with the street prophets he's definitely shown a side of jackassery that that yeah. fits a heel personality Exactly. He came, he, and came like, in, he came in as a heel. Oh, did yeah, I, with I, Dolph, I, Dolph Ziggler and uh, AJ, AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, he still kind of does heel shit in a comical way. Like, throwing the fucking coat to Corey. Yo, he fucking pellets that shit. <laughs> like, the first time he did it, he injured Corey. Like, the pen, because Corey was holding a pencil. And Biggie threw the coat. And he threw it so hard, the pencil stabbed 
uh, Corey Graves in the palm. And you think that motherfucker cared? No, he kept doing that shit every fucking night. And keep, it I would, would keep, go. Out. I would keep doing it too, and hopefully that pencil hit him in the fucking jugular. Fucker. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> I do not condone these thoughts of. <laughs> Of uh, what's your name, Lewis? Puerto Rican judo. No, I'm I'm just kidding, Corey Graves. <laughs> um, speaking of Corey, can we talk about Carmela? I don't like her. No. Out. I was did her. I what? What'd you say? Has she become more endowed, or is that just us? Um. Her tits look bigger. It's a good question. They do they, they do look bigger, but she was she's not she's less covered, I think, in the chest now. She was a little bit more covered in the chest previously because she was doing all that dancing. She was like a sports bra. Right. Sure. So I was hopeful about this because I like repackaging. And I like Carmela. I I think she's mm-hmm. a very good talent. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if I like this. Correct. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think you. I think I, I think I can concede that Cat was right from the beginning that there's just too many blondes. You know, even that even that looking, does not look good on her. Like that's an actual terrible. No, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like if you look, if you go back to Raw and you look at Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose looks fucking amazing with the black leather pants and the blonde hair. She's a fucking stunner. <laughs> And she's also yeah. blonde. And then she's with uh, Dana Brooke, who's Dana Brooke, also who's blonde. blonde. Yeah. Who's fighting we... against Natalia, who's blonde. Who's, who's blonde. fighting against Donna, who's blonde. blonde. Like, the only blondes or the only non-blondes are fucking uh, Ruby Wright, uh, Jax, and uh, Sheena. Baszler. Tamina. And Tamina. Tamina doesn't even, she's not even out there. You can't even fucking count her. The bitches in the back. Naomi. She's on the roster, it counts. She's on the roster. You show some goddamn respect. She's in the back (laughs) making lays for Jay and Roman's fight like she ain't doing shit. That's messed up. How dare you? I'm not wrong. Watch the documentary. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but you don't have to call her out like that. You show some respect. That's Superfly Jimmy Snooker's daughter. Fuck. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes. No. Wow. I'm, on that note, <sighs> I'm gonna take a. Dr- I'm gonna take a sip of water, Zach. You take care of this for me. She's related to Jay and Jimmy also. Cat, they're all related, bro. <laughs> what? What am I missing? Who am I thinking of? I think I'm confusing Sa- Jimmy Fly. Samoa Joe is the o- is the only lost Samoan that does not. It is about equation somewhere. <laughs> lost Samoan. Wait, wait. I think I might be confusing them. Hold on. I'm gonna look up. I'm, they, y- y'all talk his name. Stuff. His name is Samoa Joe, but it could also be Eskimo Joe. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> Eskimo No Joe. Eskimo No Joe. Oh man. So. Um, that's not who I thought y'all was talking about. Who did you think we were talking about? I don't know yet. She but doesn't like, know. She's gonna shut, keep, she's gonna keep looking until she finds somebody. That's all right. <laughs> no, shut up! I didn't. You know what? This is why. I, like this is. This is the ball busting portion of the show. <laughs> the one hundred percent. 
I thought she was Rocky Johnson's daughter. <laughs> Shut up. I don't like the rocks. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. The, the fact is, I'm saying and I'm conceding that Kat was right. This was a bad idea because there's too many blondes and they can't stick out. It was like a year ago, maybe earlier this year, when you had Drew McIntyre, white guy, long black hair, goatee. Seth Rollins, white guy, uh, long black hair, goatee. Roman Reigns, white guy, long hair, black goatee. No separation. Elias. I mean, it's, it's black hair, goatee. And I said it wrong, but it's all right. You get my point. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? One of the best changes I've seen in WWE in a while was is watching Chad Gable go from long hair and that stupid fucking bandana to cutting his hair and looking like a normal goddamn person. Yeah. You don't see normal people in wrestling anymore. Like, no. cut your fucking... I don't understand why it's a necessity that you have long hair. Like, I get the big muscles or toned or athletic. All that makes sense. Why does the long hair have to be there? Like, fucking Sami Zayn is growing his hair out right now, and it makes him look more bald than when he had short hair. <laughs> it's because he wore that hat all that time. <laughs> what did I say, Zach? I said when he bitched about that shit, I said it's because he's been wearing that hat. <laughs> no, it's true. That's, that's why I got the eye of the hurricane in the back of my head, because I wore hats all the time. I don't remember you wearing hats. You're lying. All right. Well, I, I wore hats. <laughs> it's a medical thing. I have medical proof. If I don't remember it, it never happened. That's what my doctor said. My doctor said you wore too many hats and you killed the follicles. Anyway, moving on from my follicles <laughs> to wrestling. Um, I, I was kind of shocked that Jey Uso fell in line so quickly. I wasn't expecting it that fast. I thought it was going to be a slower burn, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was going to be relatively quick once he... Once they beat him the second time... I, I thought there would really, have been, been a third match. Even if it was a match on SmackDown, I thought there would have been a third match. Yeah, but you, I would expect a third match if it was Daniel Bryan and AJ styles or drew mcintyre and randy orton not jay uso not jimmy uso not you know Sami Zayn. none of these supporting cast basically they're not they're not the the show leads it's not a show lead but you're building around the lead and regardless that he was jay was kind of thrusted into this position I think in hindsight, hindsight being 2020, because I, I remember saying that I wasn't a fan of a lot of the acting that he was doing. He did a pretty good job in a short amount of time. I, I still don't like the um, where he always whenever he's talking, he sounds like he's getting ready to cry. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. No, no. Jay. Oh, yeah. Same same difference. Aren't they the same person? Wow, that's wrong on many levels, but I'm I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> um, I, I that that was the only thing I didn't like. But I think when he made this transition, now there's something different about it. Maybe because he's coming off on the heel side of it. So you know, like, um, you know, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns were having this back and forth on SmackDown, 
last week. And then as it's getting intense, here comes Jimmy and all in Drew McIntyre's face. And then he ends up getting the match. And you can see Roman making faces like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's supposed to be falling in line. And it, there, there seems to be a really decent amount of friction there with what's going on. And I, it's, it's uncertain. And I like that, I guess is what I'm saying. You like the uncertainty of knowing what's going to happen? I like the uns- I like the uncertainty of anything can happen. It's not just Jay falling in line. It's going to be Jay falling in line and getting used to it and Roman trying to find a way to tell him, "Hey bitch, calm down. I don't need you to talk for me." That's what I got fat guy over here for. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Paul. Um but I like it. I just I like everything about it. Even this, even though Drew McIntyre doesn't belong on SmackDown, and he's talking to Roman Reigns, the way that he was talking to Drew McIntyre was amazing. He's like, "Hey man, I, I know who you are, and I dig you, and I respect you." But I'm back, and it's like, wow. Even saying the way he said it so calmly, and then with the face, the change of the face, and the tilt of the head, he pretty much said, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> You know, yeah, but I thought Drew handled it pretty good too, where he was like, he did. I'm gonna stomp his ass, and then I'm gonna come for you, and I'm gonna stomp your ass. So I was, I really liked the way Drew came back at him, like, I don't give a fuck if you are calm, cool, and collected. I'm gonna whip the shit out of you. Yeah, I'm gonna show you who the second rate, second rate champion is. Yeah, was, second yeah. rate champion. That, that was shit was slick as hell. It was. It was really good. Uh, you know, Drew has gotten. A, I, I can't. I don't. And, and I don't mean from. WrestleMania to now, but in general, he's just gotten so much, so much more comfortable on the mic. Um, You know, it was great. Uh, The one thing that stood out to me, and I, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not. Drew McIntyre, and this is not what I was wanting you to notice. It's obvious. Drew McIntyre is um, Irish, yes, Scottish. Which one is it? Scottish. He's Scottish. And Finn Balor is what? Irish. Irish. Why do they put these guys from overseas in leather jackets? I don't understand. Because <laughs> it looks hot. They got to act. They got to do the trifecta. What are about? Seamus is Irish. He's not in one. Because Seamus no, isn't cute. But they put him in suspenders and a hat. Yeah, he looks pimp. I'm not going to disagree. Out of the three, that's the most pimp look. The suspenders and the hat. Because it's that old fucking bar fight shit. Yeah. I'm telling you guys. Say it again. Like it's. I said, can y'all not like hear me? Like I'm legit a female and I'm fucking telling you guys. A, Seamus isn't hot. B, it's the trifecta. Muscular, hot, leather. Duh. I I didn't say anything about Seamus being hot. I like the look. The look is hot. Is what I'm saying. Because Yatsu started talking and was like, but Seamus isn't in one and blah, 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 blah. Because Seamus isn't hot. I'm trying to explain to you why they do one look for one set of hot accent guys and another set. Sheamus is not hot. Yeah, but like Finn, Finn Balor is the size of Drew McIntyre's He's leg. So, like, so I do that motherfucker in a heartbeat. Would I do Sheamus in a heartbeat? No. He would have to go up on you. Like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tiny. What? <laughs> oh, you talking about Finn? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, Seamus is not no, tiny. Seamus. 
I'm talking about Finn. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, come here, Lass. <laughs> I, I have to say, one of my favorite Finn moments when he was on the main roster was when Dean Ambrose was still around and they were kind of feuding, but not really. And they had like a backstage running and they had some words. And then Dean Ambrose looks at him and throws a donut at him and he's like, just eat a carb already. <laughs> and it walks away. That, that, <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, but I'm, I'm still, oh. yeah. No, I was just going to say the, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about and I wanted to see if you guys noticed. I know, Louis, you, I don't know if you watched which one is, is Roman on SmackDown? SmackDown. They Smackdown. all blend together, so I'm sorry, guys. I know my shows. The problem is Monday and and Friday are pretty much the same day for me because it all runs together. So it's not that I don't know my shows. It's just that it all bleeds together, especially now since the draft. I'm all fucked up and confused. Well, it doesn't help that when we get to watch it at the time, we're watching them back to back. So right. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... <clears throat> Roman did something really interesting this past Friday, and that was he changed his voice. He's doing this Christian Bale raspy low tone voice, and it was weird. And I didn't know if I was the only one that picked up on that, but it was weird. Um, and I hope he doesn't continue it because it's stupid. He just needs to stay with his own voice and let Paul Heyman do most of the talking because that's pretty funny. I think that there's going to have to be a difference between... What, what, at what point did he rasp his voice like Batman? When when did this happen? Like, what was, he, uh, what was going on that he did that? Nothing. He was talking to... To Jimmy J. To the Uso boy. Um backstage and then he i think he did some of it in in ring talking to drew but my thing is before then he was talking just fine in his own voice being a heel like he didn't need to be this christian bale raspy i'm batman bullshit i i think he is i think he's comfortable in this heel position but mm-hmm. they have I'm, I'm gonna assume that someone told him there has to be a distinction between when you're talking calmly and when you're trying to make a point so he's probably trying to find a transition like you know how you know how you have an outside voice and an inside voice yes that, I, well no because i don't have i don't have either it's all the same tone <laughs> well, that's a good point but <laughs> mo- most of can't the re- suffer from voice demodulation. <laughs> <laughs> mo- most of the rest of the world have an outside voice and an inside voice, and they've probably okay. said, "Okay, your inside voice is good. Let's work on your outside voice." Gotcha. And his version of an outside voice is more intense and raspy. When Sounds he- <laughs> yeah, may- and maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe he'll listen to it and be like, mm, "Maybe that's not the way to go." Let's hope. Yeah. I hope uh, so because it sounds terrible like it it, it it was just i don't know it just sounded terrible and not in like a oh he's a heel so it has to sound terrible kind of way like no just in general my ears were almost bleeding type of terrible like i'm i'm okay with a voice change but a voice change typically comes with a character change and since his character has already changed and he's doing this cocky type of heel voice then it should just stay that 
You know, the perfect example for me is The Undertaker. The Undertaker came in and he had he started out with the raspy voice. And then when he changed to the American Badass, it wasn't as raspy. It was kind of him talking, but just deeper than what his normal voice is. And then when he went back to the dead man, then he started talking like he did when he first came out. That's the kind of change that needs to happen with a character. You know, if The Undertaker was talking normal and then raspy and normal and then raspy when he was with Paul Bearer, it wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes, that made sense. So I, I agree. I don't think that there's room for... I don't think there's room for Roman Reigns and Batman in the same ring. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. Thank you. So uh did you you know what? Did you guys get a hold of or watch the uh AEW pay-per-view? <laughs> no. No. Was it good? I heard it was good. It's on my on my watch list. I wanna give it a shot. Well, it- I want to watch watch it because I want to see the match between Cody and Darby Allen. I heard it was a decent match. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yes, I will say that. And I really kind of like Eddie Kingston, so I want to see the match with him and Moxley. Eddie Kingston is definitely good on the mic. I don't know about his ring work as much. Well, I, I think a large part of that is attributed to his weight, and I'm the last person to talk about fucking weight um he's a good worker he can work but he's a much better mike talent you know i i don't have a problem with his in-ring work it's not terrible except for the fact that you know it always feels like one of these hardcore matches which which is fine too there's a time and place for those there's you know that's fine but not every match and i feel like that's what he does every match but i i think there's something about his character that brings a little bit of credibility to a company where a whole bunch of silly stuff is going on you know you've got grown men dancing at a steak dinner and singing in a fucking musical and then you have eddie kingston it's like what the fuck is going on here (laughs) but i want (laughs) to check that out so if if i do i'll let you guys know and if it's good i'd I'd like to watch that and give it a go because Okay. Save us enough time. Hopefully, we can watch it together and talk at the same time. Even right. if we're like a few seconds. Di- I mean, technically, we're always a few seconds difference when we're watching even, the even paper the network, music. right? And so, right. um if you give us enough warning, we'll try to watch it with you and and discuss the way we discussed before. And chit chat away. All right. Well, I'm. I this this week is this week is. Wait, say that again. I couldn't hear you. I said, I'll be sleeping, but you guys can talk. (laughs) (laughs) This week is going to be a little rough for me. So I'm going to, I may only be able to squeeze in the, uh, the normal stuff that we, that we watch. And, um, but if I can squeeze that in, say it again. Yeah, that's true. Survivor series is Sunday, right? Sir. So we're going to have to do that too. So maybe not this weekend. Maybe we table that for the following. Okay. The following week and we'll do that because I, I think it's interesting and I've heard there's a couple of pretty decent things going on on Impact 2 I want to take a look at but I don't, um, I don't... Thing, and I can't even remember right now because I've been drinking so my, my brain is shot um, but I did read um, a headline that was like Impact and I was like oh I usually don't get <laughs> notifications about Impact like it has to be something good yeah, so I want to check that out too. I gotta find out if um, if I get 
whatever channel they were on. I don't even know what fucking channel they were on, but I gotta find out. I was gonna ask you what channel they were on. Yeah, so well that's about all I got. I'm I'm tapped out. That's about all I got as well. Yeah. All right. Well if that's the case, then the time has come for the JFW team to tap you out. You can send us your questions, comments, feedbacks to jfwpodcast at gmail.com share our show with a face heel or mark and thanks for listening until next week bye bye <laughs> I was not ready <laughs> I'm gonna try to do something different every week oh my god I'm gonna lose it every week and if you do that <laughs> oh my god bye 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 bitches tapping out <laughs>